0: Underway, broadcasting to you from our North Catholic Studios in Cranberry Township, we bring you episode was it five of our podcast on North Catholic Athletics. My name is Alex Brown, and I'm Ryan Barrett, and
1: together we are your hosts for this podcast. The first of today, we're going to be talking about the North Catholic volleyball team and their two wins to start off on a strong round to the season. Their first game was a three nothing win over Parnellshire, and they swept them through won all three sets. They won their first set 25-17, and then the next one on an extra is 27-25, and then they won 25-17 to finish it out. And that, that's a big win out of a – that's a big 3-0 win against a – like a
0: A team. team yep. That's pretty impressive. Um, and then you look at their – the seniors um, play, have played a pivotal role in these first two uh, matches. You got Richard Kaminsky, led the way with 15 points on the serve and adding nine kills. Adding nine kills. So that's a pretty good outing for him. You got junior um, Andrew Ubinger who played the middle hitter
1: and he led the team with 10 kills. And then junior the libero Aiden Ward anchored the Trojan defense and had 15 digs. So that's a very impressive win
0: against a, a solid Pine Richland team and uh, best also up their weight class a little bit.
1: the next game was another sweep of rival Central Catholic. It's always nice to beat them and they Absolutely crushed them in the first match, 25-7. to And then in the second set, it was 25-18. And the third set, 25-20. to
0: And this was a game for the seniors. You got Benjamin Sobel, who's the middle hitter. He had an excellent day serving with 14 points. And he added two kills from the middle for the Trojans. And then senior hitter, him.
1: Dominic Rivetti, had four kills for the Trojans as well.
0: And then uh, the specialist in the back, Brandon Chance had a great defensive performance, passing the ball with an excellent dig to secure the third set win and give the Trojans a 3-0 sweep for both games. So what a weekend for the Trojans, and they have another game on Monday, 7:30 at 7:30 against Lesail. Against LaSalle. we we're recording this on Monday, so we don't know the um, the ending of that game. But obviously, if they play the well the way like it they've been doing and getting especially with the digs and sets that they're, they've been getting and they, well, all around great performances in those first two games and hopefully they can put together another remarkable performance against St. LaSalle. And now let's transition to talk about the varsity softball and the varsity baseball teams for North and they both suffered a loss since we
1: last talked, Ryan. Yep, the softball team had a 4-1 loss and their only scoring was a solo home run in the second inning by uh, Anna Zahorchek and a... Uh, starting pitcher, Leanna Moriale, suffered the loss, but she pitched seven innings. Seven innings. That, well, that's, that's, all, not,
0: that's not bad. No, it's not bad, but she had six strikeouts a walk, but that's a pretty good performance for uh, seven, seven innings. innings. Is... You want your starter to get some length out of her in that, those games, so, so she certainly did that, and she gave her cha- team a chance to win, but they just could not put the bats together enough for that game. And And they have a
1: game on Monday at 4 o'clock, so that game's actually going to be starting pretty soon as we mentioned this. So when you're hearing this, you'll you'll know the result of that game, and that's their only game that we have right now here on the schedule this week. Actually, no, they play, it looks like they play Wednesday. Yep, they play Wednesday also at 4 o'clock as well against Upper St. Clair. So they got a couple games this week to redeem themselves, hopefully get back on the winning streak. And talking about pitchers getting length, Alex, well, the boys' baseball team lost... 6-0 6 nothing to South Foyette, but the South Foyette pitcher they had, no chance. had 17 yep. strikeouts and a no-hitter pitch all innings in that game.
0: Tyler Pitzer, sophomore from South Fayette, D1 recruit uh, for college. for it's only a baseball. sophomore. Sophomore. He pitched no-hitter. Unbelievable. Only two players made it on base on two separate walks for the Trojans. That was the great Tommy Corolli and Sean Dewey both made it on base with walks. And so that was all, that was all the offense that there was for North in that game, as he was lights out from the mound. Uh, so you really what more and can sometimes
1: you do? when you just you when a pitcher gets on a roll, it's like impossible to get on base. But they also have some games coming up. Hopefully they can renew themselves in the next couple of days. But also he struck out
0: 17 to 22 batters. Ryan,
1: 17 to 22. I mean he walked two, but he struck out 17. That's yeah. just amazing. So, so 17 that's strikeouts. That's unbelievable. Out. I mean, that's unprecedented. That that's a great way to start off the season for them. Hopefully, North can rebound in their upcoming games. Let's... they it looks. What I'm do they have, coming, f- up find do they they have coming up here? when they play. It looks like their ga- Closest game got canceled. Yeah, their game got canceled this week. So we'll see. We'll see when their well, game comes <laughs> up. Well, we're looking through the schedule right now. I don't see. They might not have another game this week, Alex. But when they do have their next game, then we'll s- let's see how they rebound, Alex. Well, oh, they play a game
0: on what, – what game is that? That day is they, – they, I think they play Wednesday. They, they play Wednesday at 4 p.m. against Pine Richland. Oh,
1: yes. That is, I must have skipped over that because – oh, yeah. They do play Wednesday at, at 4 we p.m. Yeah. at Pine Richland. So Pine Richland so is a good team also. Let's, Pine Richland is a good team, yeah. Let's see if they can follow in the volleyball team's success against, against Pine, Pine, Pine Richland. Richland.
0: So. In recent years, the school's had success against Pine numerous A buzzer beater
1: in basketball yeah, last year. Flying Fesco Party.
0: last year. And then, I mean, recent success against a
1: big-time school in the area. And let's see if they can continue that. And next up, let's we'll talk about the North Catholic hockey team. And last week, we were talking about possible playoff scenarios. Well, this week, we're going to be talking about playoff preview. As they made this playoffs, they squeaked in as the eighth seed, and they'll play Indiana, who is an undefeated team and won their division this year. Handedly, in Indiana, that's gonna be a tough game to play. These games,
0: I believe, are all gonna be at neutral sites for these playoffs. But Indiana had a great year; they were eighteen and zero, so it doesn't get any better than that.
1: And they're gonna give they're gonna give North a run for their money. Yes, they will, Alex. And it's gonna be a good game because. Uh, North has played them one other time this year, and it was a close game. I think it was a one-goal game. It was at Indiana. And this is different. It's different because you're not at Indiana.
0: You're not taking that long ride down to in Indiana. You're meeting in the middle somewhere. It's gonna be a neutral site, so it's a lot different. When you don't have to, I mean, you know this, Ryan. When you sit in a bus or you go on a car ride to a place, it's a lot tougher to get out and play than it is if you're just if you're just
1: taking a 15-, 20 twenty-minute car ride. Wouldn't you say that's the case? Yeah, definitely. I mean it, it definitely has a perception. I mean if you're driving fifteen minutes versus the other team coming in an hour, they're gonna be a little tired getting off the car or getting out of the car or off the bus. And uh other seeds right now, I mean, it's not firmly set but pretty much there's only one two other seeds to determine the second seed. is either gonna be Kiski or Freeport, the and whoever gets that, that's a big difference. The, the other seeds. team will drop down to the fifth. Yeah, it's a big difference. it's the winning, it's the winner of each division, which is the top four seeds. So and then after the... that, it's at-large bids, like record record-wise bids, not division-leading bids, as the first four are. So if you win that game
0: between Kiski and Free, like Freeport, you you either play. If you win that game, you're they, the second seed. Do they play seed, each other? You play is that, is that what we're waiting on. I don't know if they play each other, but
1: whoever. No, free, Freeport plays Fox Chapel. I guess that will determine because okay, Kiski has Freeport... no games left.
0: Yeah, Freeport play if Freeport
1: wins that game, then they get that second seed. So right now Kiski is in the first seed. But second seed. They're they're in uh the second they're second in the division. I- Kiski's is first in, in the division. In the Northeast Division, Freeport is second, so Freeport has one game left, and then they'll be tied both with a 15-3 and three record, and then I guess it goes down to tiebreakers. And then, obviously, I think Freeport has that tiebreaker over there. If it's,
0: a, if it's still a scenario, then... Yes, and so the winner of that game, not the winner, but if let's say Freeport get, wins that game. It's a little confusing. Let's say Freeport wins that game against uh, Fox Chapel. They would be the second seed overall of all those teams, and the, the winner of their own division. That would slot them in as the second seed out of the eight teams that make the playoffs. They'd play Greensburg. If Let's say that then, then Kiske would have to play
1: with McDowell. McDowell, so there would be a 5-4 seed but, matchup. But that wouldn't really hurt them either because no, McDowell McDowell's is 6-11, and 11, but the reason good. they get that bid is because they won their division in a very, very poor division.
0: Yeah, but uh, I don't think you could be upset with either, either – Either where you're at. And so the, so the scenario. dates are
1: not set for these games, but hopefully we'll be talking about a North Catholic hockey win in the future, Alex. And
0: That would be a big win over a, a dominant Indiana team, but you never know what can happen because this North team can be lethal at times.
1: Alex, pretty soon it's going to be polo season. You know what that means? What does that mean, Ryan? It is time to go to North Catholic Spirit Shop to get new polos for this May weather. Already? Yes, Alex. You can go there on www.northcatholicathletics.org to get polo t-shirts, Alex, and take a guess at what kind of brands we have. I have no clue. I assume the best. Yes, that's right, Alex. Under Armour and the new materials this year, so hopefully it'll be good for your spring weather. And to be clear... That's at www.northcatholicathletics.org, correct, Ryan? Yep.
0: Going by your spirit wear today. And now it is time for our interview during this podcast. So let's welcome in Mr. Summers, who is the orchestrator of of our um, North Catholic March Madness Challenge Bracket. Mr. Summers, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you, Alex. I appreciate it.
0: So, Mr. Summers, What's the layout looking right now for the tournament? All right. What's yeah, the leaderboard?
2: So, yeah. So it's 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 a lot of fun uh, each year for the um, mission trip fundraiser. What we do is we have a bracket challenge, and half of the proceeds will go to a winner, and then half of the proceeds will go to fund the mission trip. This year, we don't have a mission trip because of COVID, but these are, all the funds will be going towards next year. Yeah, put it in the trip. bank. Okay. Yep. And so pr- in previous years, uh, we've actually uh, been able to have like a watch party. So we, we had a goal of getting 200 brackets in previous years. And then in the cafeteria, we'd have a watch party. But this year we couldn't do that. But we had, oh, yeah. we did with what we could. Don't worry. Yeah, it's coming guys. Don't worry. It's coming yeah. in the future where, yeah. where we, when we can meet again, we will have a watch party on the first day of the tournament and whatnot. Um, yeah, so this year, uh, crazy year with the NCAA tournament, crazy year with the bracket. It is I th- crazy. It, it, I, I think we say this every year, right? We always say, like, oh, my gosh, I couldn't believe this, these hospitals. But I feel like this year particularly, there's been a lot of um, people who we thought were going to win the tournament. Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. And they lost, like, first round or second round. or something like that. We thought – we were like, ah, oh, this, this team – basically, this is my long, obnoxious way of saying – Making excuses for myself because of how poorly my. Well,
1: in the Sweet is. Sixteen, like the it was the highest average seed ever in the Sweet. I think it averaged around like six or something. Yeah, yeah,
2: right, right, yeah. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. You look at you look at half of these teams, and I'll talk about them in a second. But I do want to give a shout out to right now. So as we stand, as we record, right, we have the Elite Eights and the Elite Eights: uh, Gonzaga, USC, Michigan, UCLA, Houston, Oregon State, Baylor, and Arkansas right and so as we as we record right now emily chicowski i'm sorry emily Shikowski is on top with 610 points and we use the espn uh, version of our bracket challenge um, but her max is for uh, is 1410 is max max is 1410 uh, there are a couple people below her actually there's only one person below her owen schesler who can get 1440 now alex i know you have a bracket that's doing pretty well what do you what do you yeah, need to have?
0: i'm like i'm in sixth place i need i need um I need Owen Chessler. I think I need Owen Chessler's, uh bracket. I need. I can't. I Houston has to lose. So you, Houston you has Baylor. to lose. So you need
2: Baylor. You have Baylor Oregon as the winner. State. I
0: have Baylor as the winner. Overall, he also has Baylor as a winner, so I need something else to go wrong for him because we have the same final. Yeah. So Houston has to lose for me to have a chance because like, his max is going to go way down. What would it right. be
1: against Oregon State or in the final? They're four? playing against Oregon State. Okay, you'd ask them to lose in the Elite Eight. He has to lose. Yeah, they, they have, have to lose. lose. Yeah, you want them to yes. lose. Yeah, yeah. With Oregon State's last game, they couldn't score anything. Yeah, but, I think no, Houston not get they, that But win. they won the game, though. They, they won, won the game. they couldn't score. <laughs> I mean, this is the first time ever in the
0: history of the Elite Eight of the NCAA tournament that there are two uh – Teams are in double-digit seeds that are in that game. So is and they this,
1: al- almost had Oral Roberts also.
0: I know, but is this
2: the, is this the <laughs> new normal though? Could this is this what's so, going to happen? So I've thought and thought about this. You know, this year I think it's a little different because of well, COVID is basically the big thing, right? Yeah. Whereas they're yeah. you, they're playing all the games in Indiana, number one. You know, yeah. it is a big deal whenever you get down to it. Whenever the like selection Sunday comes out, and they're like, these people are going to be in the West bracket. These people are going to be in the South and the Central. And you know. Because the how teams travel can affect a game, right? How their fans get there can affect a game. And I think that is something that has changed the outcomes of certain games where it's like, okay, now Ohio State isn't playing Oral Roberts in the middle of Columbus or the middle of Indiana where like all Ohio State can come. Well, Oral Roberts isn't that far. Uh, I think they're in Oklahoma. Uh, but anyway, like you're not playing the entire school. It's just five guys and five guys. It's like a, it's like a schoolyard game. And most people who can play Division One basketball are of similar talent. Obviously, you know, the bigger schools have bigger talents. But smaller schools make up with that with great team play, sound defense, good coaching, all of that stuff.
1: And so because the fans
2: can't really make as much of the differences in years past. Right. With, like the noise level in the stadium. Right, that- exactly. And then I, on top of that, I would say, like, you had this with um, Florida. Teams had no real routine this year, right? So like, Florida went into the, they had like something like nine games canceled throughout, and they went into the tournament without playing nine of their games. It's like, what kind of you know you're coming from a schedule of usually like Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday was it was generally what you, what a schedule would be for you playing basketball. And have a, a day off here and there. You go in and you don't play. I think they said they played like three games in the last 40 days or something like that like that's it that's 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 tough it's tough if you're not playing real competition
1: because a couple other teams like kansas and i think virginia were quarantined right before the tournament started so they were like had like a two week straight without doing anything right. and they got right into uh, indiana and they didn't have like any any pr- preparation until those couple practices
2: and not to mention the tournament first where we had um Oh, what was it? It was v, uh, VCU. Yeah, VCU
1: not got knocked out.
2: Right, they they got knocked out. And they, it was oh, yeah. They I got VCU. The, I saw the yeah. score at the top when I was watching the games. I saw it said v, it was uh, one was nothing.
0: Was it, was it like two nothing? Or Oregon, it? yeah, it was one nothing. Yeah, it was just nothing. like one yeah.
2: nothing. It was like and because uh, VCU had somebody test positive and they were uh, eliminated. Now they they the NCAA had a plan for that if if it, if somebody would have tested positive before the game started right before the first game they would have substituted team but once that first round started then it was like no go, nobody can be substituted. but they did have substitute teams in place, um, but that didn't work out that way. But Oregon, but they came out right off of, and they came out and won their first game. They they upset, so they while wow, they yeah, yeah they had yeah, fifty
1: six points in the first half. Yeah, they 56. they came out and
2: so they weren't rusty at all. So it's just it was just a that great... kind of
1: gave them an advantage because they weren't like tired from just playing a game. They <laughs> went also, right that, into the
2: second round. That also is fair. That is true. So it's it's been interesting, but I'm curious to no, know. I'm curious to hear from you guys. What, is, what was the most surprising team thus far for you guys? Oral Roberts beating Oral Roberts. Ohio State. Yeah. Oral Roberts, what did I I, I, say? I, mm-hmm. I was
1: reading for them last night against Arkansas. Alex yeah. was like, this is embarrassing, the NCAA that they're I, going so think, far. I don't
0: think that it's a good thing for the NCAA for this. I don't think the NCAA wants it per okay. se because if you had Ohio State, yeah. let's say it was Ohio State-Florida instead of Oral Roberts-Florida. Yes. That's obviously not going to get as good of ratings right. for the NCAA. And also, if you had Ohio State and they lose – and let's say that you have them in like the final four, like I did, and you have them there. Does that not make you less interested in the rest of the tournament?
2: Yes. So the, I would agree with you in that point that in short terms, I would agree it hurts the tournament championship, uh, like people watch viewership watch it. But long term, though, think about the uh, like the fact that Oral Roberts can lose or can beat an Ohio State. It gets State you a little more excited in the future. Uh-huh. Yeah. At the beginning, so at the beginning of the tournament, it's like, oh, that, that's what makes March Madness so great. It's like, it's like we're not just going. To, and no offense to the women's bracket, right? But the first round of the women's bracket, yeah. the the number one, the top seeds yeah. won all the games, and so it's dominated. Like, but like we watch the first day of March Madness because it's like there's so it's many fun. games, number one. But it's like okay, who's gonna win? Who's not gonna win? So I think there's I think there's long term and short term. You know, I think there's both sides of that uh, conversation. I
1: think the Rennies. Ratings- might have gotten a boost from not being able to have fans there, but I think they yeah. could have taken a hit because Kentucky and Duke weren't in it, and those That's are like awesome. some of the biggest bring a biggest audience in like all of college basketball. Yeah, those teams would. But it's also I think people want to see Loyola play too because like
2: especially because of sister Jean, right, the right, the ball yeah. games, yeah, yeah. Though that was a lot of fun. Before we move on, I want to talk about them in just a second. Or Robertson, did you see the last second, uh, the last second shot oh, that Or Roberson? Yeah, gave? I was like, watching he, that. he shot it from the angle of the camera, and it just hit off the front of the rim. It looked and, like it was going in. Yeah, there. and it's just like ah, just not not quite. It was crazy. That was a game. That was a game where Or Roberson had it down the stretch, and not that they lost it, but it was just a good game. Arkansas is actually an interesting team. Not to take a shot at your Baylor, I am um, really interested at Arkansas just because of. They they survived Colgate so that that was one of the, the that early game Colgate I think came out really big.
0: Yeah, they're down. They were down by like fourteen. Yeah, fourteen. Point. And
2: yeah. then Arkansas, like, so they've shown. And I don't remember what the Texas Tech. Well, I, the I think was. they won by two. Oh, they won by two. So Texas. Arkansas- yeah, Texas yeah.
1: Tech missed two layups in the last 30 seconds. That's right. That's I right. had Texas Tech in that game. He <laughs> so, had Arkansas. <laughs>
2: so Arkansas has got has shown a little bit of resiliency. I don't know if that means that they're just not that good and they just kind of scooped yeah. by or if they just know how to get it done in crunch time. But well, we'll see against Baylor. Um, but Loyola, Chicago, yeah, that's a, I think a lot of people wanted to pick that upset, and they were right when they beat Illinois because of the previous years.
0: It's unbelievable because Illinois was so hot coming into that tournament. I mean, they won the, I know, they won the 10. Big Ten. Yeah. And they were so hot going in. The Big Ten really laid an egg this tournament.
2: I, because you, uh, really I, did. I know. I, I, like, when I filled out a couple of brackets, I started looking at it, and I was like, I have three Big Ten teams in the Final Four. Yeah. And, and it's like, because that's how good they were, you know. Yeah, but it's
0: Now there's like one. I think there's one left.
2: Yeah. And and Illinois coach, if you remember from years past, he he was actually the coach of Stephen F. Austin, which they okay. had they had pulled a yeah. couple upsets in earlier brackets. So it's like, oh, he knows what he's doing in the tournament. But Loyola Chicago obviously knows. Um, what are they? The the I can't remember what conference they are. Oh, the Missouri Valley Conference. Yep. The Arch Madness, as you, as you will, they call it Arch Madness whenever they play their conference tournament. But yeah, I mean, Loyola Chicago, and they couldn't pull it off against Oregon State. Um, but that is just another interesting team to look. Another at. Another
1: team I want to mention is that yeah. Houston. They yeah. have not played a single digit team yet. They played Cleveland State, a 15 seed, the first round. Then they played Rutgers, a 10 seed. Then Syracuse, an 11 seed. And next they play. Oregon State a twelve seed
2: in the Elite Eight. So they've got a kinda of easy road to the final four. And there. it should be mentioned that Houston only beat Cleveland State by one point. Like we almost had a yeah. repeat <laughs> one point. We almost had a repeat of the two uh of the two fifteen fiasco that Ohio State did. But then no then they beat Rutgers by three and they now they they, they smash Syracuse, but Syracuse was a, a you know, they were all r- running their Buddy Bayheim streak behind, you know, all that stuff that was going on. So Houston is an, it, it looks like a volatile team. And obviously,
0: I, to, Oregon State's hot. I don't know if Houston
2: can
1: score enough to sustain a championship run because they have the, one of the best defenses in college basketball, but I don't know if they could score enough to beat the Baylor's of the
0: world Look, well, but they've won like three games. They've won three games. Well, they've, and they've won the Pac-12. The they won the Pac-12 as a seven seed. How can you say they can't score?
1: Well, the, their strength is the defense. I don't know if they were able to score enough to beat Baylor.
0: But they scored enough to beat Oregon in the Pac-12. Do you think, do you think they can beat Baylor? Do I think they can beat Baylor? I don't think they can beat Baylor. I think oh, they hey, can that's beat that's Houston. All, I'm all I need them to do is beat Houston. <laughs>
2: that's all. That's all I need them <laughs> to do. He's a mercenary. He's after his own thing. <laughs> But actually, I want to talk about the Pac-12. If you look at, you count at the lead eight level. Yes. There are three Pac-12 teams. Unbelievable. That is not something that usually happens. Usually, like, the Pac-12 is like the forgotten conference. It's the forgotten power five. There's three of those. I think there's one Big Ten, which is Michigan still, which everyone thought would lose early because they lost one of their guards. Yes. And then you have uh, Gonzaga, often, I forget what conference they are, but they're they're good in it every year. And then you have uh, you have Houston and then Baylor from the uh, Big Twelve. So I mean, it, oh, and the SEC with Arkansas. So it is a, it is an interesting, a very not what you're used to seeing. Usually no. you see those ACC teams, which I don't think I see one at all. Right? No one, There's none left. And that's, and they that's, had a bad they year. They
1: were four and seven in the tournament.
2: Yeah, So so usually you see those type of teams, the ACC, the Big Ten. You see those type of teams go far. Uh, Big Twelve with Kansas, you know. And but the, but this year it's it's a different it's a different makeup for sure. Um,
0: I can't believe Syracuse, who lost to Pitt twice. <laughs> we lost to Pitt twice, and they win two games against two pretty good teams.
2: Hey, that's, uh, that's coaching. That's coaching that right That is there. coaching. That's coaching. I, and, and a testament to when you get hot. Yeah. I think that's, that's also there. Buddy too. Boeheim was he the reason great for those wins. Nobody's talking about UCLA. I no. feel like that's like the, the, the like everyone's talking about Oral Roberts they're talking about Oregon State and you know. they
0: had to win a playing game to get there.
2: Yeah, yeah, they they won yeah. they they beat Michigan State. Yeah, they beat Michigan State and so they they have actually the biggest winning streak going on. But they did have an easy game against I mean easy, whatever you want to call against Abilene Christian. They had a 14 seed that they played who beat Texas, which really screwed my bracket. Um, but then but then they beat Alabama. Alabama would be the it would be the interesting, you know, what did, did Alabama win the SEC tournament, the championship? No.
0: Uh, yes, they did. They beat uh, they beat LSU. They
2: beat LSU. Oh, that's right. That's right. And, uh, and LSU, they lost first round, right? They, uh, they beat St. Bonaventure. Uh, Bonaventure. They, they, they lost, lost second round. They, they gave
0: Michigan
1: yeah. kind of scared there. Yeah. For some Michigan point has half,
0: re- been really, really solid compared to past years. Like normally, you think yeah. the Michigan, Michigan states, oh, they're just going to filter out as it goes along. This is the one year that they've really been pretty solid. We'll see what happens. Yeah. But they've been pretty consistent throughout the entire season.
2: They have, they have, and a lot of people thought that they're, and they say that he's probably not coming back. I can't remember the name of the guard, but he's one of their one of their double digit scorers. He was out for the beginning of the tournament. They say he might have like a miracle chance to come back, but a lot of people of Michigan out because they, they.
0: Yeah, if he if they make it to the final four, he'll be back. He'll, he'll, he'll be
2: back. <laughs> Unless he has a pro career. You know, <laughs> yes. but but, uh, but but then the, the team that is impressing everybody is Gonzaga. I mean, like yes, Gonzaga is just he, they're going out and steamrolling. Uh, if you if
0: you had to pick right now, like you're your final, what would it be
2: right now? My final? Yes. Oh gosh. Final. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go, uh, Gonzaga versus Arkansas. I, I'm going to, that would be my sleeper final. That'd be my sleeper final.
0: Is that, is that your official final?
2: Oh, oh I mean, i my, my but, final right now was like my, my original one. I think I put in, uh, was like, uh, oh gosh, was it Texas? I don't know. I can't remember. It was Texas in a uh, uh, Baylor or something like that.
1: I want to agree with you on that. Cause just We're, for one reason, re- to make Alex, to make Alex, I want to see Alex coming to school complaining about how Arkansas beat
2: Baylor. <laughs> Arkansas stinks, though. But I'm, well, they're really? Uh, not that good. or they're resilient, or they're resilient. Yeah, they've they've been <laughs> tested this tournament. But but you you could be correct. You could be hundred percent. We'll we'll find out by the time this is uh, by the time this is out. It will, we'll, it, we'll know. By,
0: by the time this is out, we'll see what happens. But also, I think that if if Baylor loses to Arkansas. I will personally come in in two weeks because we're not going to have one next week, another an episode next week. But in two weeks, I will personally come in on the air. The first thing I'll do, and I'll apologize to both uh, Mr. <laughs> Summers and Ryan Berry and say that they're right. That's what I'll do. Uh, or did tw- you have yes. Baylor
1: in your – I he, guess you did have them winning.
2: He is Baylor winning. Yeah, win you have them all. winning. I That's do have Baylor winning. Tell me why you like Baylor to win it all.
0: Well, I did this bracket just because I had this one that was stationary, and I did like three to four different leagues. Sure. And I, so I had that one. That one's not doing that, that one stunk. Yeah. It's done so bad. And he's on, he's so only did, I did this bracket in one yes. league. And he so said I did. It was his backup this, is the plan. Only, this is the only bracket I did in any of the leagues that was different, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was my contingency plan. So it was a lot of the opposites in like the first round of 64 and round 32. And I've gotten to a pretty decent place. I thought Baylor might have been a team that could have gotten there if they would have beat Ohio State. And I think okay. and I didn't – I wanted to have one that didn't have Gonzaga winning at all. Yeah. I, thought, I, thought, I thought that Gonzaga would get there. Yeah. And so I think it, and it's still safe.
1: It's still not a bad pick. I mean, with the craziness of this tournament, you could still have three one-seeds in the Final Four, which is like – the opposite of what you've seen in the first couple right. of rounds.
2: Yeah, that's true. That's true. The the one seeds have have uh, endured, other than Illinois. Then yeah, that's that's a very good point. So you, it didn't bother you at all that Baylor got bounced by Oklahoma State, which everybody was like on was was on Oklahoma State's bandwagon because of. I did have Oklahoma Cunningham. State. Yeah, four. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I did in the final four in one of mine. Oh yeah, okay, Yeah. Like a couple of mine, but I mean, I didn't do that in this one. I had Illinois in there, but that that was. That worked out the same way as it would have if I picked Oklahoma right, State. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So yeah. So but Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. I mean they're 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 a good team. They they uh, I think they have one loss on the year. Is that correct? Oh, two losses the year. Two losses. One two
0: to, losses. one was to Gonzaga. No, they didn't play Gonzaga. They didn't play Gonzaga. I forget who the other was. It
2: Kansas.
0: I forget who they lost. They, I think they
2: lost one to Kansas. I think they lost one to Kansas. Lost one to Kansas, but yeah. So okay. So then you, my, my if mine's Gonzaga Arkansas. What, what you you want Gonzaga Baylor is that what you have G-
0: Gonzaga Baylor I'm gonna take Baylor
2: and you can take Baylor and, and Ryan you. oh I will take I'm gonna go ahead and just if I'm gonna stick Gonzaga Arkansas I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Arkansas as the winner I'm okay gonna say Arkansas to win it all
0: if Arkansas gets there they might as well win right yeah
2: exactly I, I think
1: Ar- G- Gonzaga not Arkansas will win that game you have Arkansas in there though you, yes, you, just just Ar- because of you Arkansas Oregon State or you, <laughs> oh you don't like bl- you don't believe
2: in Oregon State or Houston actually I don't know why I would but.
1: I like Houston, but I don't think they can score enough to beat Baylor
2: or beat Arkansas or either one, yeah, whoever comes from there. Nice.
0: Cool. But look out for uh, this will be aired on Tuesday. We're recording this on Monday. Yeah. Look, Oregon State at this point is really, really hot. They are. And Houston's on the ropes. Let's we'll see what
2: happens. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> that that's going to be fun. If we had a 12 seed in the final four, what would be like had that Loyola one a couple years ago.
0: You could tw- Yeah, 12 and an 11. That
2: that would be something. Was Loyola an 11 seed when they made it? Not, like four years ago, I think. Gosh, they beat...
1: That
0: sounds right. So
2: they beat Kansas State. Kansas State was the 8th seed.
0: So they had to be a 9. They, no, they,
2: not in the no no no, 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 no. Kansas, Kansas State beat That was a, in the Elite 8, right? That was the Elite 8 that they played Kansas State, so I can't remember. Well, what the Elite I 8. I think they, they, they were Kansas the eleven seed.
1: Because they lost to Michigan in the final four. Think. Think. so and that then, was
2: the bracket that was the bracket where UMB UBM UMBC beat the one seed. Yeah. So they beat uh, Virginia at yes. the time. Yes. Then Kansas State took care of UMBC. And so I think they were the thirteenth seed is if, if I if I can if I'm correct, I think that uh, Chicago Loyola was the thirteenth seed going in, a thirteen or fourteen, so um but that was that was a crazy side of the bracket. That was a crazy side of the bracket, but
0: well, Mr. Summers, this is great having you on. This is a, this is a great conversation. Hopefully, the people enjoyed it, and we hopefully we can have you on again, maybe to recap it in yeah. two weeks.
2: Hey, if that's it, and then I'll, maybe we can have. A, I'll give it to the check to whoever it is, right? Maybe it's you, yeah, Alex. Uh, maybe be. I'll be handing oh, you a check yeah. on air. We could do it on air. That'd be great. We'll see what happens. Yes.
1: Thank you very much.
2: Thank you for having me, guys.
1: And you just heard from Mr. Summers in our interview talking about March Madness bracket challenge and. What an interview that was, Alex. It was a it fun was great, interview, and we and, appreciate him giving us the time. Yep, and there's basketball game's coming up tonight and tomorrow, so we'll see how this goes. And then we hopefully maybe we'll get him back on. You apologizing to him and us about Arkansas beating Baylor. We'll see, Alex. But by, by the time the, the by the time
0: the folks are listening to this, it, we're going to know the results of that Houston game, Houston and Arkansas game. I I know the I know the folks are listening are rooting for me. The fans are <laughs> listening to me. Okay, and they're rooting for me. They want Houston to, to hey, lose it'll be a good game and they want I Baylor think Houston, to win an Oregon and story. they'll rejoice with me in two weeks well we'll see what happens um, Ryan this was great to do this with you and have a great break we wish the rest of you on here a great break as well and we'll be back in two weeks we'll be back in two weeks for episode number six of the North Catholic Athletics podcast we will have a lot to talk about and remember we are your one
1: stop podcast for everything North Catholic Athletics have a great Easter everybody